Hi, I'm Brim Bamber, and this is the Burnout to Brilliance podcast, where you'll learn how to go from overworked and overwhelmed to a place where you realize your sensitivity is your greatest gift, and you're energized by both your work and your life. Here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode number 39 of the podcast. I am here today to talk to you about invisible trauma, and I am excited to share this information, not at all because I am excited about trauma, but because I think this is super important information to get out there, and so I'm excited to share the signs and symptoms of invisible trauma with you. And what are some things you can do to begin your healing journey? Now, the reason this topic is so close to my heart is because it wasn't until I was 29 years old that I realized that I had experienced trauma in childhood. And that's because one of the coping mechanisms of the brain when you have trauma is to block it out. So basically, the trauma for me was suppressed, and it wasn't until I was in a four-year training program studying mental health, studying trauma in depth, that I realized that I had these signs and symptoms. So invisible trauma is trauma that happens but then is suppressed, and so potentially you do have trauma but you have no conscious memory of it. So some of the signs that you could have invisible trauma include anxiety, shame, negative self-talk. One symptom that I had that is kind of strange, I guess, and a little bit embarrassing even, is I was jealous of people who remembered their trauma. Somehow, people who had some sort of trauma that they remembered, I felt like they were deserving of getting help and support and that I wasn't because I didn't have trauma. But I think on a subconscious level, I knew that I did. Sometimes if you have invisible trauma, some other characteristics you might have include being very creative or very spiritual or very intelligent. People with trauma often are also have gifts that come with the trauma. Sometimes you're very sensitive. And so just take a few deep breaths here and see if any of this is resonating. And of course, This isn't a comprehensive list. These aren't all the signs and symptoms. There are other signs and symptoms. And you don't have to have everything on the list. But just listening to these signs, just check if this is resonating with you or not. Because wherever you are, it's okay. I just feel passionate about getting this information out there because I wish I had heard about it earlier. I had wished someone would have told me. So I am 
really passionate about getting the word out. Now, if you think this might be you, or if you know you have some sort of trauma, here are some steps you can start to continue on your healing journey or begin your healing journey. And the first step is to slow down and rest. Now, the challenging part of this step is if you have trauma, it's likely that your nervous system is in fight or flight more often than the average person. And so when your nervous system is geared up in fight or flight, you definitely don't want to slow down and rest. You definitely don't feel like it's safe to slow down and rest. And so it's this tricky situation where in order to heal, you do need to bring your nervous system into what's called the window of tolerance, tolerance, this rest and digest section of the sympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system. But if you are in the fight or flight part, you're definitely not going to want to. So just check even if when I say you need to slow down and rest, if you feel resistant to that, because that actually could be another sign or symptom of some sort of trauma. So what can you do as a baby step? towards slowing down and resting, especially if your your nervous system is in fight or flight and feels like it's not safe to rest or you don't have time to rest, resting is really a bad idea. Some of the things you can do is you can connect to your body through some sort of movement. So maybe you love to take a yoga class, maybe you love to go for a walk in nature, maybe you love putting on a song in your kitchen and dancing, whatever feels good to you and feels good to your body and helps you connect to your body is going to be supportive. Other things that can be supportive are masturbation. Masturbation definitely helps you connect physically sex with someone that you trust, someone that is a good person in your life. So connecting with your body can be a baby step towards slowing down and resting and getting your nervous system into a more calm state, a more grounded state, and a state where healing can actually happen. One of the challenges of fight or flight is when your nervous system is in fight or flight, your, some of the essential processes of the body are put on pause. So things like digestion are put on pause. Things like healing and injury are put on pause because when your nervous system is in fight or flight, it's ready to fight the bear or run away and all of the energy is going to your limbs, to your jaw, to all these different places so you can deal with the immediate danger. 
When you have trauma, sometimes your nervous system is getting kicked into fight or flight, even though there isn't a bear, even though there isn't a tiger, there isn't a human with a knife in front of you. Your nervous system is going to this fight or flight place when you don't need it to. And so that can be really challenging so connecting to your body can be kind of the first baby step towards slowing things down getting back connected getting back grounded so trauma happens fast and healing happens slow trauma happens when something happens that's too fast for your nervous system to even process and so healing has to be the opposite and so that's why I keep harping on slowing down now if you hate to slow down or you hate it when I say slow down I just want to say I can totally relate sometimes I'll tell someone my problems and they'll say well why don't you just take a break or take a rest or whatever and when I hear that my initial response is often even today with all the work that I've done is to be like fuck off or you know get away from me so I can relate and give the connecting to your body thing a try try a yoga class try a dance class try a walk in nature try some luxurious masturbation whichever feels right to you try it out Now, the last thing you can do to begin your healing journey or keep going on your healing journey if you've been on a journey for a while is starting to choose authenticity over attachment. This is a concept that I learned from Gabor Mate. And when we're children, we have to choose attachment over authenticity. Our primary caregivers are our only source of food, of shelter, of love and attention. And when you're five years old, you can't move out. You can't say, I want to live in a new household. I want a new set of parents. You have to work with the caregivers that are there. And so as children, we all learn how to value the attachment to the primary caregiver over our own authentic experience, our own authentic desires, our own authentic emotions. Now, when you're adult, an adult, things are different. When you're an adult, you can begin to choose authenticity over attachment and especially if you want to have a fulfilling exciting life you have to choose authenticity over attachment but because the habit of choosing attachment over authenticity was developed at such a young age it's a hard habit to break So an example of this could be if you weren't allowed to be angry as a child because your parents would shame you or maybe they would hurt you or maybe they would withdraw their love and attention. And so as, for example, say you're five and you have learned that 
when you express your anger and stomp your feet and show your emotion, it doesn't go well with your parents. You learn to shut that down. And the way you learn to shut that down is you hold your breath slightly, you hold your arms down at your sides, you tense your shoulders to keep yourself from punching and kicking and doing all the things that you as a little kid wanted to do and you shut down that authenticity and then as you do that for years and years and it becomes a pattern you end up with bands of chronic tension in the body bands of chronic tension in the shoulders in the hips sometimes in the jaw for suppressed anger in particular. And then as an adult, sometimes if you have suppressed anger, you don't have healthy boundaries because you learned anger, which is the emotion that helps you to set boundaries, is not a good emotion. It's an emotion that needs to get put away. And you learn that people-pleasing and doing everything that someone else wanted or being perfect, being a perfectionist is gonna what is what is gonna keep that connection, that attachment for you. And so you fall into these habits, but then sometimes you end up as an adult and you're exhausted and you're overwhelmed because you are choosing attachment over authenticity. The only problem is that now your boss or your spouse or your best friend isn't your only source of love and food and shelter the way that those primary caregivers were but sometimes you might be in a job and you might think oh I have to do everything perfectly for this boss because they're the only option for me when that when you're an adult that's not true (laughs) when you're an adult You can apply for other jobs. You can move to a different place if the place you're living isn't safe. You have a lot more options than when you were five. And so starting to choose authenticity over attachment is starting to do things differently, do things more authentically as an adult. And that will also continuing you on this healing path now if any of this resonates with you i would love to chat with you the best way to work with and to heal any kind of trauma is to work with an expert and so i would absolutely love to hop on for a free call 60 minutes long we'll talk about everything that you're struggling with and see if core energetics can be a fit of a healing modality that can help you move through this trauma and to heal. Core energetics has been absolutely instrumental in my healing journey. I feel like a completely different person compared to who I was when I started this work. And so I'm super passionate about letting more people know about it, showing the healing effects, helping people get access to it, because 
It was completely life-changing for me. It was completely life-giving. And now I see it in my clients. Their lives are changing. They're stepping into who they are more. They're taking more risks. And so I really want to get this support into the hands of more people so that you can move through whatever it is, whatever challenging experience you're experiencing and get the healing that you need. And the other amazing part of Core Energetics is we actually work with the body as well. So we'll talk about the authenticity over attachment thing, but we'll also address it physically. So any suppressed anger, for example, that's stored in your shoulders, in your jaw, in your hips, we have physical exercises where you can start to move that anger and start to heal. So I would absolutely love to support you. If you are interested in booking a session, email me at brin at brinbamber.com and I will schedule something with you. The call's absolutely free. We'll look at what your symptoms are. We'll look at what's coming up for you and we'll decide what is gonna be best for you moving forward. So thank you for listening and I look forward to connecting to all of you soon. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to pick up my free guide, Reduce Stress and Get an Hour of Your Day Back. You can find that at brynbamber.com slash relax. That's B-R-Y-N-B-A-M-B-E-R dot com slash relax. Have a lovely and relaxing day.